Hello, and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story is part of the ongoing series, Growing Elder, about Winella trying to collect the necessary ingredients for the tree that she planted in the Guardian of the Seed stories to create a powerful magic wand. Today's item on her leaf list is Dragon Spit, and who better to help her than the family dragon expert, and Aubryn. This story was told in May of 2008, and I hope you enjoy it. When Ella's Aunt Aubryn came and picked her up first thing the next morning, I got your letter, Winella, said Aubryn. I hear you're in need of a visit to Dragonland? Yes, said Winella. I need to collect some dragon spit. Really, said Aubryn, that's interesting. Hmm. Can't think that I've ever heard of a dragon spitting. Oh, I'll have to ask the dragons when we get there. So, she pulled Winella up under her skateboard and zipped off up into the sky. They flew for about an hour until Winella's knees were starting to get a little tired from standing up. But as they flew, Aubryn talked to her about all the different kinds of dragons that lived in Dragonland and what you could tell about them from their color and the shape of their teeth and the shape of their tail. And the shape of their body and, you know, the shape of right. their dragon was so like around the square nose. That meant that it like entertained babies and taught babies a lot. Because it was, you know, made out of shapes and colors. Mm -hmm. And about the time that Winella's feet were starting to get really sore, Auburn started heading toward the ground. Soon Winella could see the great walled city that was the capital of Dragonland coming up. I'll go visit the dragons that I lived We'll start with the dragons that I lived with when I was here. Studying them, said Auburn. Hopefully they'll be able to give you what you need and we'll be able to head right home. So they went down to land and Juanella got introduced by Auburn to the dragons that she had lived with. And then the oldest dragon, the mother dragon, said, So what brings you and your niece here, Auburn? And Auburn said, Well, Juanella's doing some kind of project. Yes, said Juanella. I need some dragon spit in a jar. I can can could I perhaps have some of yours? And the dragon said, Oh no, I can't do that. Helena said, Oh no, I know it's a little rude to spit, but it's okay this time. Really, I just need it for my my project. No, you don't understand, said the dragon. Dragons, because they breathe fire and their mouths are always full of flame. The heat dries out our spit, so we don't have any. Oh, said Ronella. You mean no dragons have any spit? Hmm, said the dragon. I don't think so. I think, she said. Well, I guess very, very small baby dragons before they breathe fire might have some spit. But dragons don't have babies very often, and only at a specific time of year when they do, and there are no very young baby dragons in all the city right now. It's terrible, said Ronella. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to find dragon spit somewhere. Oh, wait, said the dragon. You could go try old Hermes. Who's old Hermes, said Vanilla. 
Who's Old Hermes? said Auburn. I don't remember hearing about him. Old Hermes is a dragon who no longer breathes fire. No one's really sure why, but he lives by himself up in the hills outside the walls. Isn't that dangerous? said Auburn. Isn't he afraid of the ogres and the goblins? If he can't breathe fire and he's just living by himself? Oh, said the dragon. Well, I don't know. Old Hermes may not be able to breathe fire, but he's still a dragon. He's still big and scaly with big claws and big teeth. I think he can probably take care of himself. Okay, so Manila got back on Auburn's skateboard with her, and they took off. They followed the directions out of the city and up a road, side of a hill, and then they got on a sort of twisting path um, that circled around the side of the hill. And Winella could see that up at the very top of this big hill was a cave. As they rode their skateboard up to it, Winella said, Hello? 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 There was an echo. And then they heard a movement. And so Winella and Auburn took a step into the cave. And then they saw the movement coming towards them. And as it came close to the cave, they could see that it was an enormous ogre. Uh-oh, said Ronella. I think we're in the wrong cave. And she dashed back towards the skateboard, and she and Auburn were about to jump on it, when the ogre threw a rock, and it splintered Auburn's skateboard. Uh-oh, said Auburn. She opened her bag and was reaching in it to pull out something. When suddenly they heard a great roar, and this great yellow dragon rushed past them and tackled the ogre, and then it lifted him and threw him off the side of the hill, where he bounced several times, and then got up at the bottom, grumbling and dusting himself off, and wandered away. I don't know what he was doing in my cave, said the dragon. Excuse me, said Manila. Would you happen to be uh, Hermes? That's my name. What can I do for you, little girl? Auburn said, the dragons that I was staying with said that you might be able to help us with a little problem. And Winella told him about how she needed dragon spit and how they had heard that he no longer breathed fire. And so they thought that his mouth might not be so dry and that he might have some spit. He said, well, let me see. And sure enough, a big old gob of dragon spit went right into Anella's jar. She closed the lid. She said, thank you. She said, I was wondering, why don't you breathe fire anymore? Hermes shrugged. He said, I don't know. One day I just stopped. I would start it again. I can still fly, though. I can still beat up ogres. You know, when they cross me. I don't know what that ogre was doing in my cave, but he'd better not come back. Well, I have some business to attend to. Uh, is there anything else I can do for you? No, thank you, said Winella. Thank you for all you've done, said Auburn. Auburn reached into her bag. She said, I have to find a way for us to get back home, Winella. She reached into her bag and she pulled out a roll of duct tape. And then she and Winella took the skateboard that had been broken into four pieces by the ogre's rock they carefully taped it back together. And Winella was not so sure that this was a good idea because she wasn't really sure she wanted to trust a flying skateboard that was held together only by tape. But when she saw 
that clearly there was something special about Auburn's duct tape, because the skateboard looked just like new, and unless you knew exactly where to look for it, you couldn't even see the tape. So they flew back and thanked the dragon that Auburn had stayed with, and then Auburn flew her back home. Manella took the jar of dragon spit and put it carefully next to the jar with the rainbow in it, and next to the little floating bag of fairy dust, and next to the griffin feather. She now had four of the seven things that she needed. The things that remained, though, seemed much harder. Music. Laughter. How was she supposed to bring those? Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.